You're listening to The Journey Podcast. What does it mean to find holistic healing through authentic alignment and soul awakening? Find out in today's episode. Hi, I'm Petra Brunbauer, and with decades of experience with sadness, pain, anxiety, and stress, I finally figured out how to leave all that behind. And this podcast shows you how to break free permanently so you can reclaim your sanity and find the self-esteem and energy to go after the life you desire. With real talk about mental health, holistic healing, and the tough journey of coming out the other end, this is The Journey Podcast. Welcome to today's episode. Maybe one of the biggest contributors to stress and anxiety is when we feel disconnected from our true purpose. If we lose sight of what we love in life and what our purpose is, it becomes harder and harder each day to find the joy and amazement in life. Some people might call it being lost. Others may label it a midlife crisis. Or it could be questioning life, our life choices and our future while experiencing a lot of anxiety and stress. It can happen to anyone at any time. This is where intuitive coach and empowerment wizardess Lin Cheng can guide and support you to realign with your path and purpose, find your soul awakening, and begin the healing journey to your own empowerment. Lin is a mother to two starseed littles and two fur babies. She's also a certified quantum energy healer using tools of decodes, an intuitive coach, and an empowerment wizardess. She is on a mission to help and guide awakening starseed souls in the remembrance of their soul song and soul mission. The daughter of strict, well-meaning parents, she grew up thinking that she had only one choice in life, go to school, get a good job, and build a stable life for herself. While this laser focus led her to a high-paying career in her 20s, it didn't leave her with any sense of who she was and what brought her joy. Lynn's life took a 180-degree turn when she met her now husband and the universe decided to shake up her cushy city gal life to catalyze her awakening. After dating long distance for less than a year, they found out their first starseed child was arriving earthbound. Lynn gave up everything she was to become a mother. What she did not know at the time was those turbulent and dark moments she experienced in this drastic transition led her to a new dawn and transformed her life in ways she never imagined possible. Looking back, the universe's growing impatience with her procrastination and stalling on her starseed mission led her to a profound awakening and remembrance of who she came here to be. Today, Lynn lives each day incredibly grateful to this violent turn of events from which she finally had the opportunity to heal and align with her true soul purpose. Lynn's passion lies in, but is not limited, to supporting starseed mamas who are struggling on this journey of soul evolution, helping them bridge their interstellar souls to their human roles so that they can navigate a more authentic and empowered way of being and step into their soul missions. Here is my interview with Lynn Cheng. Hi, 
Lynn. It's so great to have you on the podcast. I've been looking forward to getting to chat with you about soul awakening and the transformation that comes with that. And what an interesting topic for today's episode. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Petra. It's such an honor to be here on your podcast. And I am excited to share my personal journey with all your listeners and everyone online right now. I want people to know that whatever they're experiencing, they don't have to go through it alone. So I'm here to talk about how this whole journey started for me. Yes, that is amazing. So let's get started with that and tell us a little bit about yourself and how this awakening journey came about for you. Sure. I am a mom of two beautiful starseed little souls and also three fur babies. We just got a kitten last week. So now we have five kids, <laughs> quite outnumbering me, my husband and I. Um, I am also a certified quantum energy healer. I'm also what I call myself empowerment wizardess. It is my sole passion to uplift, support, and just help other women come into their own so that they can navigate an authentic and empowered way of being. How this whole awakening journey started for me, you know, it wasn't even that long ago. It was a couple years back. It just happened when all of a sudden my life took this drastic turn at the speed of light, it seems. But first, let me share a little background on myself so that the listeners have a little bit understanding of where I'm coming from. So I grew up in an extremely, extremely strict and traditional household. My parents were fully focused on my academics and encouraged only obedience. You know, they did not encourage, you know, us speaking our opinions or our thoughts or challenging authorities. So I grew up thinking that, well, so you follow the pathway, right? You go to school, you get good grades, you work hard, you get a job and you get married. So that was what I always thought every single person on this planet had to do. And in my 20 to 30s, I felt like I was pretty aligned with that and on track. I had a really good career. I worked in the biomedical field. I had a very good social life. I had a very good group of supportive friends. I lived in the city. I was the city gal, basically living a really good life. You know, I was single. I didn't have to really take care of anyone. I dated. It was just, I was living a good life. I didn't really have to worry about anything. A couple years back, it's seven years ago now, in 2015, one of my really good friends, she had a destination wedding in Malaysia. I traveled to Malaysia as I was one of her bridesmaids. And there was where I met my now husband, Curtis. So he was from the party from the States. At the time, I was living and working overseas in Taiwan. And over the course of the wedding, it was three days, two nights. And we talked a lot and we came to really become familiar with each other. Of course, there was still a lot of understanding that we lacked, but we decided to try long distance from there, from the trip. So he went back home to the Bay Area. He's from San Francisco and lives in San Jose. And I went back home to Taiwan, where I was living and working at the time. And we started our long distance relationship. 
So we took turns flying back and forth to visit each other. And almost a year into our long distance relationship, we decided to have me come here to the States, stay with him for three months to feel out our compatibility. Because, you know, long distance, everything is always honeymoon stage when you see each other because you don't see each other that often, right? So everything is always pink bubbles and everyone's on their best behavior trying to impress the other. So I arranged for that. I said goodbye to my friends. I applied for leave of absence at my work. And I came thinking that I would go back to my comfortable, cushy life in three months, right? But I guess the universe really, you know, was growing impatient with me and decided to throw a huge curveball to me. Only after a month after I had arrived, we received the biggest surprise of my life. I found out I was pregnant. Okay. And we're talking about, you know, I wasn't really fully sure yet if this was the man that I indeed wanted to spend my life with. Right. So as you can imagine, those of you who come from a also a very strict traditional family, finding out this surprise was kind of earth shattering to me. You know, um, I always remember the day that I called my mom to tell her, you know, I have to tell you something. I was extremely scared. I felt like I was going to get disowned, you know. I mean, luckily, of course, that didn't happen. Yeah, it was very scary for me to come into acceptance of that reality. But both Curtis and I decided to do what was right. So we got married a couple months after we found out we were pregnant. I had my first child, Mason, in February of 2017. And we started our new family life. You know, we did everything backwards. It was extremely tough. And being the kind of people we were, Curtis and I are very, very different. We can almost say that we are opposites, you know, on the spectrum. I'm really into introspection, reading, you know, just spirituality. And he's a very earthly type of guy. He's happy with his football games and beer. He's very linear in his thinking. And there's no good or bad, right or wrong in any of this. But at the time, it was very hard for me. When the reality finally hits and you have to start this life with this person, a lot of conflicts and incongruences surface. So we had a very tough time. You know, we were not only a new couple, a new husband and wife, we were also new parents, you know, trying to keep this little human life alive, right? I mean, the exhaustion too of taking care of a newborn, just everything together. It was a very, very tough time for both of us. At one point in my life, I thought I had made the biggest mistake of my life. I wasn't prepared or ready at all to step into marriage and let alone with someone that I didn't truly understand or was ready to commit to. And I'm sure him as well. He also wasn't ready at the time yet. It's a big commitment and bringing a child into the earth side. It's an amazing journey now looking back, right? But at the time, it was a very, very tough time for me. I quickly spiraled into this very dark space. I had very severe postpartum depression, which did not go away. It just kind of transitioned, transformed into just a constant depression. We were seeing marriage counselors, marriage therapists. I was seeing a psychiatrist on my own and taking medication. It was a very hard time for me. I always felt guilty because I was going through my own struggles and yet I felt like because I was going through my own struggles, I didn't really give my son the attention or the care or the love that he needed. Mm -hmm. Looking back, it was basically an emotional overturning, like just everything had to be broken to the ground to be rebuilt. 
It was life-changing for me. I had a lot of healing that I needed to do, which I did not know at the time. And this whole process, this whole transitioning into this new life brought me to that awareness of what I really needed to look into within myself and what kind of life I wanted to have and what kind of person I wanted to be. It was basically a rebirth of all my beliefs and my perceptions of the world. You know, how I always used to think was the right way to interact with people and view people, everything. It was an upturning of my belief system, basically everything. It was like I was crushed to the ground and then slowly rebuilt back up into a newer version. So looking back, it was the hardest time of my life thus far, but it was much needed. The universe was growing impatient with me, not being aligned with what my soul came here to do. And although I, as a young child, I always knew that there was a bigger reality outside just our physical realities. Growing up, I got carried away with life, you know, started making friends. And then I got kind of sucked into this 3D, you know, experience. And all of it was still an experience to me. Everything I've ever experienced makes me who I am today and brought me to where I am today. So I am grateful and thankful for everything that has happened. And there's no English words to describe. It transformed my life in ways that I never thought was possible. Yeah. So that was what catalyzed yeah, my awakening. Mm-hmm. And what would you say was the key element that actually ended up emerging you from that darkness that you were going through during that time? Yes, I was probably in the dark night of soul for a couple years, I would say. It was a very confusing time. It was like my life was uprooted. I never felt quite grounded or rooted in my life. There was always this feeling like this is not the life I was supposed to have. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I belonged. I just kind of felt like I was playing a role in a movie. Looking back, I had a lot of healing I had to do, like I mentioned previously. It was almost like I was sleepwalking in an awake state, mm. right? And meeting my husband and going through this whole journey with him, unbeknownst to me, actually reflected a lot of that back to me and brought to my awareness what I really needed to work on in myself. He kind of served as a mirror to me to show me what I really needed to take a look at. There was a lot of inner demons or trauma that I still hadn't truly faced and navigated that needed to be worked on and healed. I would say the key element that really created this shift was basically a non-attachment from expectations of how my life was supposed to be, who my husband was supposed to be, and really reprogramming my neural pathways and my conditioned beliefs from childhood of there's a very specific right way to live life. There's a very specific formula to say that, okay, you are doing good. You are doing the right thing in life now. Really reprogramming all of that, right? Taking back my power and realizing that it is not my place to decide for anybody, including my husband, who they should be in this lifetime, mm -hmm. right? Dissolving the ego was a huge part of it. I realize now that I was functioning mostly from a place of ego, right? All my beliefs, my fears, my expectations, it was all to feed my ego and to keep 
myself in a comfortable place. I didn't want to change, right? My ego didn't want to get in uncomfortable, did not want to, you know, really look within and look deep and see what needed healing. It just wanted to remain in that safe, comfortable space where, you know, I could just be a carefree person, didn't really have to worry about anything other than material things in my life, right? Mm -hmm. Dissolving the ego, truly accepting him for who he is and appreciating him, right? Realizing that he is also here with his own specific soul purpose. And that purpose may not be the same as mine, right? I struggled a long time with accepting the fact that we were so different and we were into different things. We had different interests. And I felt like, well, if we don't have the same interests, we're not into the same thing, then how are we going to have a life together, right? But I was going about it the wrong way. I was making it harder for myself by expecting that we needed to be exactly the same, right? With that we needed to have the same mission, that we needed to be doing the same mm -hmm. journey in order to, you know, have a good fulfilling life together. Yeah. In retrospect, I realized he actually served as an anchor for me in this life. He served to ground me into mm -hmm. this human reality because after all, we are still in this physical reality, right? We're in these human bodies to experience this beautiful human life and learn our lessons and complete our soul contracts. So he would serve as the person that really grounds me in this life and reminds me that, hey, you're still here to enjoy this physical life. I became really into, you know, energy work and spirituality. And while all of that is really fun and fulfilling for my soul, it was still just as important to stay grounded, right, in this human life. And remember that we are still here as human beings beings mm -hmm. or souls living in bodies, right? Yeah. So yeah, I would say dissolving the ego and really detaching from expectations mm -hmm. are my two main things that really truly helped me transform yeah. from within. And those are two difficult things <laughs> to work on. It is. It's very, I mean, we hear about them all the time. We hear about not being led by your ego, listening to your intuition, listening to your higher self and staying non-attached, but really putting it into practice in your daily lives, really applying it and having it become a way of being. I feel like it's an ongoing practice, a lifelong practice, and I'm still practicing it. You know, I haven't mastered it, yeah. right? I've come a long way, but I'm still very much practicing it every day in my life. Mm -hmm. And it will be, yeah. I'm sure, an ongoing journey as well yes. that you're on with that. And thank you so much for sharing your personal journey with us. And I'm curious, having gone through all that and experiencing that and finding that transformation, how do you now apply that to help other women? How do you work with that? So gaining this new clarity in my life, it really changed my relationship, first and foremost, with my husband. And Having that energy change between us, that dynamic change between us was just life-changing. The positive effects just rippled out onto my kids and onto my extended family. It was as if people could feel this energy, even though we're not verbalizing like, oh, this is what we're doing to change and grow. But others around you, loved ones and friends around you can feel your changing energy and your higher vibrations, right? I know that everyone in my life, including my husband, including my kids, including my pets, have soul contracts with me. We help each other evolve and learn lessons. And what I really want to help women come into a space of is I want to help women who are starseeds, multidimensionals, basically any women that are spiritual seekers and on this journey of soul evolution. I want to help them remember who they are. 
as multidimensional souls, right? I help them bridge their esoteric elements of their multidimensional being into their human reality so that they can navigate a more authentic and empowered way of being. Oftentimes, a lot of my clients come to me struggling with balancing being a human being and being the many roles that we women play, right? Wife, mother, guide, teacher, the one that remembers to take the kids to soccer practice or the one that remembers the shirt that has that scratchy tag in the back, right? I'm sure there are dads out there that remember these things too. But the many roles that we as women play and balancing that at with our spiritual pursuits and our spiritual journey and our spiritual growth, right? It's very hard, but it can be integrated as one, right? We can fully practice our spiritual knowledge and apply it in our daily lives and really have it be a way of being. And that's truly what spiritual practices. It's not just sitting there and meditating or going into the wild for days. It's basically applying your tools, your spiritual tools and knowledge into your daily human lives and having it become a way of being. And a lot of the clients that I see have suffered emotional trauma. As children, they've had very traumatic childhood that they have not healed. So there's a lot of inner child wounding there. I basically help them unwind those traumas from their bodies so that I can realign their mind, body, and soul so that all three are subtle bodies. All of our subtle bodies, our emotional bodies, our spiritual body, our mental and emotional bodies, they can all recalibrate and become, you know, in homeostasis with one Mm -hmm. another. And that in turn helps us become more aligned with who we truly are in remembering what we are here to do, our soul missions. Mm-hmm. And how I do that is I practice a modality called decodes. And what decodes are, they are basically channels of energy that reconnect to our morphogenetic code. What the morphogenetic code is, is basically a blueprint of our soul. It is everything we are, everything we are to become, and everything we are here to do in this space, in this lifetime. So the decodes, they open these channels for our soul to fully settle into this physical body. How I start whenever I see a client is by really talking to them and seeing where they are, where they're at, and what they hope to accomplish, whether there's anything specific that they have been struggling with. And I intuitively pick up messages and direction of where we should take the healing. That could include opening up your Akashic records and dealing with clearing and releasing past life trauma. It could be me guiding them and using tools that can reprogram their limited beliefs or thought patterns that are no longer serving them. It could include, you know, looking into their physical ailments, anything physical that they've been suffering from, pains in the body or headaches or anything of that nature, and seeing where the core is really at. Because a lot of the times, The reason why we experience physical pain is because there is stagnant energy and emotions Mm -hmm. that we've lodged in in our bodies that have created these pains. Mm -hmm. And what I do is I help them navigate those pains, acknowledge them, and I help them remove and release those stagnant energies. We move this energy through the body and then we come up with a healing plan specific to that very client, depending on what they're going through and what they hope to achieve. So I use a variety of tools. It's highly individual as each person is so different Mm -hmm. and going through a different journey. So yeah, basically helping women just 
remember who they are and taking back their power and releasing trauma and healing what needs to be healed so that they can really step into who they came here to be. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. It's great work that you're putting out there. And I'm sure that a lot of women will be very happy to connect with you and talk about that. Thank you so much. I'm so honored that I can be here to share with everyone, you know, what I went through and what I can offer to help. You know, it is truly something that we need to do as a collective to really come together and uplift each other instead of living in that space of competition and yes. scarcity. Mm -hmm. And for our listeners, Lynn also has a private Facebook community and a free guide to realigning with soul. And we will be linking to all of Lynn's offerings in the show notes. So be sure to check those out and to find the ways that you can connect with her directly and that you can work with her as well. And this has been another incredible episode. And I hope our listeners have enjoyed this journey into soul awakening and quantum energy healing as much as I have. It has been amazing chatting with you, Lynn, on the podcast. And thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much to everyone who listened to and to Petra for giving me this opportunity. And thank you everyone for witnessing me. And I am filled with gratitude and feeling very blessed that I got to be here today. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. And take really good care of yourself and keep shining. <laughs> uh, you too. You too, my dear. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen in. If you enjoy the Journey podcast, please subscribe, share on social media and leave us a review. And be sure to get your copy of our brand new ebook called Break Free. Sending you love and courage and see you next week. Until then, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram and the Journey blog.